Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Michael Sandoval and Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Michael Sandoval. And I'm Chris Detzel. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. How about you? You know, I can't complain. It's another another beautiful day in El Paso, Texas. How is the uh, weather in Dallas, Texas? You know, here in Dallas, it rained today. So, you know, that was kind of interesting. It's been a while since it's rained, but cool things off for a minute. Still, it's really steamy, though. <laughs> so, uh, you know, here we have monsoons, in, you know, the desert and all. Uh-huh. So they come in late July, early August, and it's phenomenal because it cools down in the in the afternoon. Um, but uh, you know, if it gets too much, it starts to uh, flash flood, and it, it's, it's best to be off the roads when that happens. But it's it's kind of nice. It's been really really nice, so it's definitely don't miss the humidity. But it is pretty damn hot. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're it's it's pretty hot. I'm sure in El Paso, but hey, yeah. at least you don't have the humidity as much, right? No, that's true. That is very very true. You know, it's been well since we uh, last last chit chat, and you know, we always do our little kind of pre-show uh, discussion, and uh, it's fun because we start brainstorming. Oh, we could do this. We could talk about this, and just when you think we have, uh, we you think you've talked about everything, we go, oh my god, there's just so much left. So there's there's some good stuff uh, for discussion. I know Chris just received a kind of a research white paper that we'll talk about about the value of community uh, coming up and. Uh, uh, you know, one interesting topic we're, we'll get to later in another one about how it's always a constant fight internally to go get what you need to do on community. It was, anyway, we just got some good stuff coming along. But you know what? I thought we'd start off a little bit, uh, Chris, with where we left off last time. I think last time we were discussing some efforts you were doing internally about, you know, kind of moving the community to another level, you know, and, and I think you were kind of in this mode of just to kind of, and help me make sure I have the right set correct. But you had kickstarted the community. You were in a mode of growth, uh, kind of pushing internal excitement, internal content. And I think you feel as if you have some momentum on that side. And I think you were looking about how do you take some of that internal momentum and then attracting outside participation and general market share. I think one of the tactics you were doing, and actually you had several of them, one was on videos and training in webinars, which um, I found fascinating. I mean, I, I mean, I've done something kind of similar, but I think the way you were approaching it was uh, definitely different. And then you were doing some internal interviews and then doing some pod, I'm sorry, pods, uh, blogs, and then transcribing those and putting them online. And I think you were saying you were getting some some good success around that, especially on traffic. I thought we kind of talk about some of your webinar stuff first and kind of meander our way through. Yeah, sounds great. And all that kind of combines to to everything that I'm doing, right? So it, it all feeds off each other. And Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um, I, I kind of use it as kind of like a framework. I think you were kind of putting yeah. kind of like, you know, kickstarting, get it going, internal engine on, get people to attract. How do I keep driving momentum? Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting. It's, it's really taken off um, more so than I thought. And, and there's lots of excitement. And so back good, in... Um, do what? It feels good, doesn't it? But it does. It does feel good. But you also kind of think about, you know, what, how do I continue this momentum, you know? And, <laughs> but, 
um, it's exhausting, but that's part of the job, I think, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll start off with this is, um, uh, you know, the one thing that I think is highly important in all digital communities, and, and I think, you know, this is no, a no brainer, especially when you first start. First start, it's really difficult um, to get engagement from, from people. Um, and being kind of a one-person show within the organization running community, you can't do everything uh, all at once. And so when I started thinking about, you know, best ways to, to get the most bang for your buck, I, you know, um, you know, the things I think about on getting the most bang for your buck are things like engagement from your customers, engagement mm. from employees, mm. um, content what is the right content how do you get video content how do you get blog content how do you get a q a how do you get all those things and and, it, and it's a lot to really think about you know when when building you know a new community again our community is not even a year old uh, october 14th of 2000 now it's almost a year old so yeah, that's pretty birthday. cool you should have birthday yeah care. i know unfortunately i won't be able to go to belfast or anywhere else to mm. Uh, have some birthday cake and say one year anniversary, but I will probably do something as I kind of think about it. Um, I'm glad you you brought that up, but um, so so my my key thought was, uh, and I started thinking about this big time in February and March, and I just didn't really know, you know, what is the most bang for my buck, and and it started like this. Um, I and this is before I thought about webinars or anything else. I would get on a phone call with an expert. And, and, and I'll just kind of say this guy's name. For example, I got on the phone with this guy, Brian, and um, he was like, I was like, hey, Brian, you know, look, I'm looking at getting content and, and create blog content for, um, uh, for the community, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm, I'm trying to really build um, out some things that customers are needing help with. And he's, you know, he's one of the smartest guys that I knew at the time. There's a lot of smart guys at a cybersecurity company, but he's one of the smartest. Mm -hmm. And and he deals with customers every day, but he's very technical and all these things. And I was like, the more technical, the better, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> Bring it on. Please. You know, I don't understand what you're saying, but I think customers might, because, you know, I just hear rah, 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 API, rah, 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 connect API, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> you know, so, but, um, That's but I'm cool. like, okay. And, and so, he said, all right. I said, so what I want to do is record these conversations uh, and then I'm going to record it. I'm going to send it to BlogWriter. Um, it sounds like a handy, like handy dandy, like recording machine uh, right next to you. There's every time you talk to somebody. Yeah. Basically, well, I, it was just on the phone, you know, through Zoom and I just yeah. recorded on Zoom. Um, so I'd record it, get some blog stuff. And, and then, you know, he promised me that he'd make some videos and I'm like, Okay, so I had to bug him to get videos. He, he he didn't find the time to do it. And I was like, you know what? I have this cool feature on my community called events. <laughs> so on the events, what it allows you to do, and I never used it before, but back in March, there's this cool feature. Uh, it's a higher logic uh, platform, but they allow you to um, uh, create events. And on those events, you can send it to that particular, in, anybody in that particular community, it will send an invite. And the invite goes out directly to that customer. They accept, and you can see inside the the system that they accepted, and you can see all the names of people that accepted uh, the invite. And so I was like, let's try this cool feature because I never did it before. He said, all right, <laughs> let's do a customer webinar. So it was our first customer webinar. Um, you did it live? Yeah, live. You, like, uh, you just kind of give it a go? 
Yeah, I just gave it a go. Like I had no real plan. I was like, this stuff is excellent. Yeah. And I want to know, I want to, I want to let our people know. And so, you know, at the time we probably, we had a, didn't have as many customers as we do today, but it was our first. Our, I knew this was going to work, but I didn't know how it was going to work exactly. Um, and so I was like, you know what, let's do that. Let's have a first webinar because I wanted engagement and that webinars were the thing because of COVID-19. Um, that's another thing you can kind of think about. I mean, what, how else can you see your customers, you know, and how do you interact with them? You know, people are wanting to engage with your content, with your experts and with each other. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I know that. And so from there, it, it really took off. As a matter of fact, um, I think we had five webinars from that day, maybe six until uh, like last week. So there's about five. Today, over the last week and a half, two weeks, I've scheduled seven or eight more. So I'm booked up uh, through most of August all of September, like I'm having weekly webinars, um, and then into October of every single week, because I'm reaching out to product managers, I'm reaching out to directors of technology, I'm reaching out to um, the really smart people that can provide me with that one webinar content, which then I turn that webinar content into videos. Yep, I have yep. somebody help me kind of create a cover. Then I post that into YouTube, bring that into YouTube, into the community, and then I'll uh, sometimes, depending on the content, uh, we'll get that transcribed, add that transcription for SEO purposes to that particular blog on the video, the video blog. Um, and then depending on the, the video or the webinar, I will cut that webinar into three to four different webinars and then post them on the community, how to do this, how to do that, whatever it's called. Um, and then um, I get depending on uh, the webinar, but I can get up to three to five content blogs. Uh, and, and then I uh, embed those webinars into the blogs. Um, and then lastly, um, there's several questions and answers that come from those blogs or blogs uh, from those webinars. Mm. Um, and then I start looking at those questions um, and I start either, I will post them just kind of on a HTML uh, uh, document that will yeah yeah and that or and looking forward to case deflection and those kinds of things because that's another call but uh some of those questions and answers can feed into the case deflection deflection widget uh that we're that community is about to be integrated with um and and so uh it gives me lots of great content it gives me lots of engagement from those customers and and it's just it's just a all in one kind of package. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. so awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to go back a little bit on this, but yeah, yeah. you were able to just on one, if I got the straight, just on one webinar, yep. you're creating um, video snippets, yep. uh, how to articles, uh, blogs. I guess you take some of the content and post them as a blog, but I, I'm, right. I'm kind of, I'll go back to it to understand whether or not that's some of the transcription. And then there are responses to those. And then that becomes a Q&A type of knowledge base or something you kind of post on an FAQ uh, perspective is what it sounds like from an HTML side of the house. And that's just because of, uh, and how long are these webinars? Uh, 30 minutes to an hour depends okay. on how long it goes. And customer, and I'm getting all the questions from customers 
uh, on those webinars. You know, I'm probably averaging 47 to 50 people on each one. 47 to 50. That's interesting. You know, like in my head, I'm already starting to put metrics of, in, in place. And <laughs> how you can show this as value, right? So, I mean, just behind, you know, behind the napkin type of stuff, you're taking, okay, uh, cost of what it takes to create a webinar, the, you know, the per hour time of the individual, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just say that's, I don't know, two grand just to do a webinar, one, one webinar, right? Maybe under accounting. But then let's just say you were going to, I don't know, charge each person to get this kind of high quality content, a hundred bucks per person, or even just take, just say, it's not a full help cost, like $200, I would say per person. Let's just say it's a quarter of that, right? Just say 25 bucks, right? So then you say 50 and then the number of people who are coming to the site to review it again, plus the number of visits and hits. I think if you did the numbers, I'm just going to throw it out there. You're going to at least get your money back times two. Like it's a, like it's a, it pays for itself plus itself more. And I'm just totally throwing that off as like a, uh, content. Now you just multiply that out times number that you do. And now you're having a very significant ROI, uh, onto the business, right? I just feel like you can almost make this calculation pretty cool. In my head, I'm already. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, I, I think that's, it's not something that I've really thought about it in that way. And I think I should. Like in my head, that's where I went. I was like, God, this is like a, like in some way, what you're doing is creating, I wouldn't say the word free content, but what you're doing is uh, you're, you know, how many marketing or tactics can say, well, no, I should be very careful with this because you can also look at Google ads, you know, Google ads, you know, pay for itself n times fold, right? So it's the return on ad spend. Rojas, right? So, you know, for every dollar you put in, you know, some places say five, three dollars back, whatever that may be. So, in a sense, you're almost in the same, you know, value tier saying for every, you know, for every dollar of effort you put into this, I get three dollars back, you know, and you can kind of talk it in that terms and, and having that very simplistic, simplistic view can always almost sell it a little bit more. But that being said aside, I just find that very fascinating. I'm going to go back to this webinar and listen to what you just said. I'm going to try to come up with something. Send you an email. Yeah. What's the calculation again? Divide by two. (laughs) First, I was just spitting ball that shit. I don't know. No, No, really. I mean, I think you can really do something like that. Uh, Anyway, but that being said aside, because just the amount of leverage you're taking on each one of those vectors is pretty good, right? So you have, uh, and you, you, what I mean, what what brought you to to know that you could you kind of break that up? I mean, I now I've worked with you before, so I know that's almost a silly question because you're going to take it and go figure it out. But I mean, was it just? Well, do you feel it's like a lot of reuse going across, or do you actually think it's different channels of access and people are just getting the same content, which is not bad, in just the way they want to see it? Um. Well, so this is brand new content being being produced. So it's not, I mean, look, we have like a documentation portal that really um, kind of goes through this, uh, you know, like each product has this really in-depth kind of, hey, this is how, what you need to go do to use it. But it's not customers asking specific questions. You know, most of that stuff is high level. Well, it's not completely high level. They do go into some te- technical things, but um, 
the, the things that they're asking, we're not getting that from anywhere. Um, some of it could be reuse, and any reuse I will always reference, or that that I, if I know it's um, referenced, like in our documentation site, then I'll reference it there. You know, um, but this is just new, clean content. And the way um, I kind of thought of these ideas is, I mean, it's it's, it's very similar to when I was at Rexel and, and the things that you kind of told me to go do. Let's interview somebody. Um, and then get you know content and get somebody to write you know uh, in this our case was wiki articles. Yep, I yep, just yep. see it the same way. You know, it's, it's blog articles, but you know it's call it blog articles. It's somewhat wiki. Um, some technical stuff that they're writing, and I throw that on there, and then I start thinking of other ideas of hey you know this video this this guy said there's five different cloud WAF rules. Well, there's five snippets right there. Yep. Let's Clip, let's clip that shit and then put the five <laughs> snippets on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, why, nobody wants to watch. Not all people want to watch the whole webinar, right? Like they just want to see a couple of, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's oh, okay. I see now. Let's go. You know. Yeah. Um, and so you know. And then I thought, you know, we can we can also do the whole video and post that on there. And then you know that could be the follow up. There's a PowerPoint to it. Let's add that to the blog, the PowerPoint and the video, you know, you can do all kinds of things. So it gives us video content, which people want. It gives us long video, it gives us short video, it gives us, um, you know, but it's something that you taught me. Um, and, and, and I just took it, you know, and I have a Upwork account. I work with these two guys that, yeah, you know, are very it makes it smart. <laughs> they do it all. So, you know, um, and then I send it back to the expert and the expert looks at it, says, no, I'd correct this. You know, look, there's always issues, you know, like trying to get some. So sometimes I'll get stuff from the expert and I'll send it to, mm -hmm. or from, from the blog writer, I'll send it back to the Imperva expert and yeah, 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 I'll get this. And they never get it. And I'm like, dude, you know, and so, and the same thing with webinars, you know, I, I think we could talk about how do you get people to do it? You know, the webinars and it's just, they get excited. Like I just show excitement, they get excited and I just yeah. do it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, for, for you, you, you have a really, that's like one of your things, you can really get somebody excited about it. But, you know, I have to admit, one of your tactics was pretty convincing. I mean, it was pretty much, let's just do it right now, you know? Yeah. Click, 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 go, right? Uh, well, that's what I it, do. Right? I would if put you don't. And it showed success, right? Remember, the first one is just to get out the door, give it yeah. a try, and see what happens. Out of the 50 people that RSVP'd, and this is what I tell them, out of the 50 people that RSVP'd for the first one, 47 showed up. Which that's rare, but still, forty-seven people show up out of the fifty that said they were going to. It's actually not bad, dude. I mean, I know that one was awesome, and we all are being in webinars, and I know we get know. tired of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, but you know, but 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 to that, you remember the webinars that you thought you thought were pretty informative, and you wanted to get the notes, and you're kind of listening, even though it was one year. Yeah. Like you're like, you hear something, and you go, oh. What was that? You know, you kind of listen to it. There is value in it because those little moments where you kind of pause, someone else is curious about it too. And the way you kind of break it up allows somebody to go find it again. And in the channel that I think they are looking for it, right? So by Google or they come to your site or however that may be. Have you, um, you know, as we get kind of close to the end, how are there any 
I don't know, maybe words of wisdom or thoughts or, or you know, uh, that you think about that, you you know, could do it again or would do it again? I mean, you know, before we go down there, so what's the status today? So it sounded like you have another seven or eight coming up through the rest of the year, or at least through October. Yeah. And before we go on to the kind of the, end, the, the, you know, the closing thoughts, how have you seen the success of those? When I say success, the amount of participants into those webinars kind of ebb and flow, or are they kind of consistent? So far, it's consistent. Um, hmm. It'd be interesting because I'm doing these now every week, starting uh, Thursday, this Thursday. Um, and so we'll see if it's too much. I, I think it's been interesting because I think July and August, obviously, are the kind of months you don't usually want to do these. Uh, but I did them anyways because I want the content. Um, and I thought, I don't know how many people are going to show up to these. Uh, but you know, September, October, and November, I think uh, we might even see more. Um, and I, I think we'll also see more once uh, we have the integration with SSO um, going into – so that happens – um in October. So we might see a little bit more webinars in November, but I think January, February really it really sets us up hmm. really well for not not just uh, webinars, but a lot of different things from an SSO standpoint. But um so the average is probably 40 to 50. The most we've had is 60 on one webinar, which is really good. Uh but we've had no less than 32, but generally we have about 40 to 47 people kind of showing up on on those. So I'll, I'll be interested to see what happens. Yeah, I'm actually curious Thursday. about, like in my head, I'm I, I, like, oh, you know, I start getting all warm and gooey inside where like I, I would love to see a use case where you put this, you know, you put this webinar out there, you get, you get it, you know, there's two ways I could look at it. One is new acquisition of somebody, right? So somebody comes in, they came into Google, they saw this data or these trainings maybe came a few times and all of a sudden they clicked on a want to learn more type thing, right? That's a very nice way of dovetailing it. Or even just, you know, the especially on high-end sales, you know, I'm, I'm going to assume yours is a high-end seller because it's just the cost of site license and that kind of stuff where you feel you have to have a lot of high touch with your customers where they're still getting help themselves. And you can't always be there with a tissue every time you're – customer sneezes, right? So this is kind of one of those value points. And you could just see that through Google and see that through the way they traverse your site would be kind of fun. Uh, you know, I'm sure you'll have it in the show notes, but is there a way to get to your webinars so that if folks wanted to, I wouldn't say copy, but ask you questions or like, hey, how'd you set this up? I'm sure you'll have those in the show notes, I'm sure. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, but you could go to community.imperva.com slash participant slash events. Um, and I will put those in the show notes. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because uh, I think that folks who like to like, oh, that's pretty cool. I would, I would like to, I would like to use your knowledge and try it myself. <laughs> you know, and I would say, you asked me if there was some parting words. Is it's this? Is if you have an idea and you think it's a really good one, then you have to go run with it. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, you don't need to go through. In my mind, I don't go through all these approvals and you know i might kick off the idea to somebody like you or somebody internally um but if it keeps coming to me and if i leave it but then it keeps coming to me to do it just go do it um you know it's a lot of work and time and effort but sometimes you just got to take a chance you know and just push hard and go after it if it doesn't work who cares yeah it does yeah. <laughs> well, you know that's the good thing about on the community manager side this is where um yeah we, we can experiment right we can because it's so new and it's edgy and you know 
uh, I think the challenge is, and, and, and for another podcast, we're talking about how we have to kind of push for our internal resources and things is just around that, right? Getting people to do things, right? Uh, getting your own marketing, you know, when you have to work on with marketing and they have other things going on and working with, you know, internal experts and trying to get their time. And that's just a lot of battle you're having to kind of pull together, right? You know, I know it. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that one in another fun show uh, about that. But as always, Chris, a pleasure. Always enjoy our little chit chats and um, hope uh, you always make me laugh and chuckle at some of your stuff. Uh, and with that, I thank you all very much for listening. Uh, this has been another episode of Peers Over Beers. Uh, my, I'm your one of your hosts, Michael Sandoval. And I'm Chris Detzel. All right. Thank you, guys. You have a good, uh, good rest of your day. Thanks, everyone.